your bro here sounds a little Scottish to me. <laughs> sounds Scottish? You think so? Scott. I'm getting, wow. I'm, get, okay. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little Colin Farrell out of the voice here. See, I, I do. Mean, I, I do can, get. I can add it. I can add the, the Scottish you want me to, but that's. That <laughs> there we go. That's that's <laughs> now I'm hearing it. There we go. <laughs> what if we? <laughs> What if we spent the entire podcast with Ganan doing a Scottish accent and we just convinced everybody that he was secretly Scottish the entire time? I like it. I mean, he already I mean, has a could, kilt. I mean, we could do that, but the, the, honestly, the, there's a problem with that for a very simple reason. The moment I would not be getting the vernacular right of the Scottish people, I would be hosed. I'd be done. And, and they would just be able to tell that he's doing an accent. All right, let's not do that. You'd be hosed? What does that mean? I haven't heard I, that. I'd be, I'd be that found out, basically. Before. They'd be like, oh, yeah, no, he's just putting on a, an accent. It's, yeah. It's like okay. English would say, taking a piss out of something, and, you know. Okay, well, that seems like as good an intro as any. Welcome to the fifth episode of Break Room Nachos. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Joined by the one and only Scottish, Kanan Eldari. <laughs> I mean, I could do the voice, but that would be disingenuous if I did it the entire time. But yeah, hi, everybody. No, he's, he's not actually Scottish. No, That's I'm fake. not. Hi. Um, <laughs> I can do the accent. That's about it. See, you're... <laughs> <laughs> I love the, like, the southern U.S. accent that just came out there. Oh, that was really good. Um, I Well, because I know you're Dutch, obviously, but... <laughs> I, I've never, like, since the, the entire time I've known you, I've never heard, like, a pretty strong Dutch accent from you. You do not have a strong accent. I, I actually just, you know, purposefully put it, like, do it that way, huh? Let, let, let me close the door real quick. Wow. What the hell? <laughs> What's happening over no. there? Yeah, basically. It sounded like a bulldozer started to lift up your house or something. Yeah, no, that was my chair just rolling. Sorry. Got, no, okay, I, um, gotcha. But. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I can put on the Dutch accent, but the problem is it actually, it legitimately, no, no joke. Right now I have to focus on, on applying. It's not Dutch. your natural state. Yeah, it's not. It's really it, like any accent I can sort of just slip into and just be normal. It's just fine. It's very, no worries for that. But the moment I, I also, go into, hmm? I love how, like, not only for listeners who don't know you already, but this is like Mike's first experience with you. Is just, yeah. you're just bouncing back and forth between accents. It's it's a thing. I, like, I didn't even well, introduce you two before we started the podcast. Like, no. Mike, this is Kanan. Kanan, this is Mike. Hi. Know, well, hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Again, welcome to the fifth episode of Breaker Nachos, folks. Uh, we are joined by Kanan Eldari. Uh, he is a good friend of mine. Uh, 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 we've been uh, friends on the internet for... A little, a little under four years, four years now, I believe. I, yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. So sounds about right. He, him, and I became friends when my when my channel was still doing daily gameplay videos. So this was a, a long, long time ago. Oh wow! Yep. Yeah, I had, I had only just started making like the more cut down gameplay videos, and even then they were pretty, pretty garbage. So you know, <laughs> I mean, you live and learn. So, Kanan, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself? Tell us about what kind of content you do for anyone who doesn't already know. All right. So, I am, like Mac, a uh, basically a uh, Let's Player. And I started off the whole thing because uh, when OBS, the first version of OBS rolled around, people asked me to demonstrate how the hell I actually got through like a stupid little indie game called Revenge of the Titans because for some reason I could play that at like max level and and I would just blow right through it and they just didn't get it so I'm like you know what sure I'll just record it 
you know what, let's, while we're at it, make it a little show, and why not? So I just went with a very silly, good day, folks, uh, welcome to Kingdom Place. I'm like, oh, God, I, even thinking about that now, it's just so cringeworthy. <laughs> oh, I, I know, I can't think of, I can't oh, watch my boy. old videos, because they're just, they're so hard to watch. But oh, I, yeah. I actually, I did not know your origin story. We'd never talked well, about this before. Yeah, so people asked me to do that, and I had so much fun just doing that. I kept on recording throughout the entire game. And I thought, I like this as a hobby, and I, it, it stuck. It just stuck. I mean, it's <laughs> it's kind of gotten to, geez, uh, I think I might have already hit at least 500 videos, if not going towards 700 at this point, if not more. <laughs> you do, you, wow. I mean, you, you post pretty frequently. I think right now you're doing about two videos a week, one live stream VOD and one just recorded episode uh, uploaded, yep. right? Yep, yep, right now I, uh, cause I've already gone through, like, the entirety of Legend of Zelda, except for Yeah, so when I, when I met you that you were doing Legend of Zelda, I think you finished right. that last year, right? Yeah, and then, and then there's a funny, stupid thing, uh, when I finished that, uh, I was like, yes, I'm taking a break for a month now, cause, you know, I've just finished, like, a super long four-year project, and, and then somebody pointed out to me that, uh, the multiplayer uh, game Triforce Heroes is also canon, I'm like, Ah, that's right. It. Yeah, I I did notice you were playing through that. I was like, I didn't he finish his Legend of Zelda stuff. But yep, nope. I guess I, you I, miffed it. <laughs> I I missed that one because I thought, you know, it's a multiplayer game. It goes to a country called Hytopia. This is not canon, is it? Oh, they updated it. It's canon now. <laughs> so I had to go back and do that. So um, yeah, no, that that's now a sort of two videos a week thing, which I record on Sundays. That's what's when I have this time for that nonsense and beyond that i just stream whatever the hell i want on wednesdays nice um speaking of other countries um <laughs> with uh with the current polar vortex situation i don't know if that's affecting you guys at all like are you, are you having any trouble getting your little wooden clogs through the snow <laughs> <laughs> thankfully we also have nikes over here not sponsored <laughs> they're 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 wooden nikes though right <laughs> Yes, very special wooden Nikes. Oh, good. I'm just glad we got that covered. Yeah, some <laughs> Ni Nike, Nike clogs. Yep, yep. No, they can't, can't do anything else, man. You know that they won't let us import anything else, so it's what you got. But no. It's um, illegal for you to import anything but wooden shoes. Right? <laughs> they, can, they can be any brand you want as long as they're wooden. As long yep. as they're made of wood. Yep, pretty much. Like no other. God, wood, no, no other wooden Converse would be so uncomfortable. Because oh. they're like so tight on your feet already. Oh, yeah, yeah. wooden oh, convert. Man, would... Not a fan of that already. Oof, oof. Yeah, no, especially. Oh, I don't even want double to oof. That. I like it. We almost, so, we yeah, almost no. had a jinx um, oof. Surprisingly, we actually well, we didn't have so much of pull of vortex like you guys are going through right now. We are uh, just at the tail end. We just actually had our two days of non-freezing weather, and the snow is already gone. <laughs> That's but nice. We, yeah, we did have like a solid 10 days of just freezing temperatures, and I actually was able to just go skating again uh, for the first time in like, what, four or five years? Ice skating? Yeah. Okay. Oh, very cool. I don't know why, mm -hmm. like, automatically I assumed you meant roller skating, and I was kind of imagining <laughs> you like roller skating around on a frozen lake. <laughs> I don't think you get very good traction. No, no, you all oh, gods. I, oh. Dude, I love skating. Ice skating yeah. is great. I don't I, I don't do too much ice skating. I'm really good at roller skating though. I can roll I can I can skate backwards and all that kinds of shit. I'm really good at roller skating. 
I, I do that on, uh, on uh, like, uh, I'm not sure if you ever, like, watched competitive, like, speed skating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, right. what was that guy's name? Uh, Apollo Anton Ono? I don't know any of that guy. He was, like, sure. a, like a big-time sure. Olymp- Olympic. Definitely seen it on the Olympics. I, skater. You, you, you know me, Mike. I, I don't like sports much, but I do get really excited about the Olympics, and my heart was broken when it got delayed this year. Aww. Yeah. Honestly, for good reason, but you know, yeah. Good still, reason, uh, but hey, dude, sometimes your boy wants to see a bunch of people at the top of their field just absolutely go at it. True. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, checks out. Have the have do do the I, I'm gonna sound really stupid right now, but do the Netherlands participate in the Olympics? Yep. Yes, okay. I, yep. I know there's some countries that don't, so I'm not sure, you know, all the no, countries. No, we do. In, in fact, we, uh, we keep surprising, like, as far as, like, uh, per capita, how many medals we always bring home every single time. It's like, not we, like we participate in every single sport, and I would have to look up which one's beyond, like, uh, like track and sprinting and, and, and the like. You're but... bringing home the, the uh, fake accents one. <laughs> no, that's just me. <laughs> but no, um... I don't know. Yeah, we as far as like the, the, I think even Americans at once remarked that uh, for a country of like at this point seventeen million people, we have a lot of talent. Surprisingly, like any basically any major sport apart from maybe like snowboarding, although we do have a, like an Olympian participating in that these days, we pretty much do all kinds of sports like. I mean, maybe not basketball. We well, we play it, but yeah, not at the level I, I just, that I would like people to play it at. I, I just uh, I thought about a Dutch basketball team all wearing wooden shoes, <laughs> clump, just clump, just, clump, just clump, clomping clump. around in the field, head to toe orange and wooden shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I mean, there's kind of the joke about it though, because our our team colors are always orange because of of our. Royal I know House. you guys are are bright motherfuckers. Where, where does yeah. that come from? Do you know the origin of the yes. orange thing in in, yeah. in Netherlands? You know, it's really easy. Uh, our the royal house uh, of our country is just you know of orange, literally. Oh, I see. Okay, oh. it's that easy. <laughs> well then, so I'm I'm glad you guys uh, brought up like the the Olympic <laughs> Netherlands topic because this actually brings me into the one question that I did have for you. Mm. Um, I don't know. It baseball is probably not not very big in the Netherlands, is it? Nope, but I do know that we. Um, uh, have at least one, if not two, players in the MLB these days. So the the reason I ask that is because I know at least for sure um, you field a little league team, which is actually pretty good most of the time. I always forget that you you you're pretty into like the little league. I stuff. get I get very, that sounds uh, that, that sounds very suspicious, but like I get I get not in a weird way, just watching the sport kind of way. It, it, it it's kind of it's kind of a big thing here every summer for. I don't know, maybe two weeks, you see a bunch of like 12 and 13 year olds playing international baseball against each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's broadcast on TV. Mm-hmm. But the Netherlands always has, has a pretty decent team. And it always seems super odd to me. But then the more, well, also, none of the. I mean, they're children, so none of them are going to be that good. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, they ended up. They, so the way the, the way the Little League World Series is divided up without getting too nerdy on this. The I U.S. Mean, the U.S. has one team that ends up going to the final, and then the rest of the world makes up the opponent. So they all play each other, and the best team from the world plays the U.S. in the final. 
<laughs> the U.S. versus the world. That seems uh, so appropriate. I, I mean, we, yeah. we do. We host the tournament. Not the point. One year, the Netherlands, <laughs> the Netherlands actually won it. I want to say in like 2004 or 2006, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, I was very confused because nobody on the team looks like they should be from the Netherlands. And the more research <laughs> oh. I did, apparently Curacao is uh, a colony, a Dutch colony. Yep. And is a huge area for baseball that whole okay latin america south america central america is very big in a baseball and so everyone on the netherlands teams looks like they're completely hispanic and they are all very good at baseball <laughs> and then it says <laughs> netherlands right across the front of their uniforms i see okay <laughs> yeah no here's, here's, indeed uh, like uh there's uh aruba bonaire and curacao and then saint martin uh, which half of it belongs to the Netherlands. So yeah, we actually have territory out there. Man, we're fellow colonizers, Canaan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, come on. New Amsterdam, you guys have heard of that, right? Right, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, yes, we were there. Then we messed up and, and uh, the English were... They just have old Amsterdam. Port. Yeah. We should circle back to that colonization thing again. <laughs> do, you, do you have something you want to talk about? No. No, it's just ridiculous. It's glad. It's good that, that the world reached a point where we stopped colonizing each other. Well, de- <laughs> de- definitely, I'd agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make a joke about how we should bring that back. We haven't. Oof. We haven't expanded. We haven't expanded in a while. No, not really. Oh, I mean. Wait, okay, oh, so wait, you, are you are I'm you very- saying are you saying we should bring it up as a podcast topic, or we should just bring it back <laughs> into popular? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think both, but can Canan, we're coming for you. Really putting Uh-oh. it into practice is probably the better way to go. I mean, I, I personally feel, and this is going to link back to something we've talked about on earlier podcasts. Um, I personally feel that we should kind of go the opposite route and kind of withdraw from some areas. Oh, specifically, you are 100% correct when I'm not trying to make a joke, but specifically, <laughs> I think um, we should just, you know, cut Ohio out completely yeah, <laughs> and just make that its own little zone that we have. Like we can, we can take the Mexico wall and just wrap it around Ohio instead. I think that's a better usage of it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, I will, I will in, in defense of Ohio. It's not that bad. Kenan, you have not seen the rest of America. You've seen small chunks of America. You have oh. not seen. I know you've been to Ohio. I know you think, you know what you're talking about, but. I mean, I've been all over the U.S. I've been to the West Coast, to the East Coast, now apparently also semi-close to the, the flyover states. I, I mean, it's not as if I'm unfamiliar with the terrain of the U.S. You don't know the people. Yeah, it's, oh, really, it's really, really the, all people. the people. I mean, I do. I, I do, though. I mean, I, I, I think I get your point because I've not been, like, through the entirety of Ohio. But the Ohioans I've met, and this is also including the ones on the Internet, they tend to be fairly okay people. So I just, for the sake of I feel like the ones that know how to there, use the internet are trying to compensate for the ones that can't. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, c- come on. There's, there's rotten apples everywhere. It doesn't matter where you go. There's rotten potatoes in some places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our fields, for example, <laughs> if it's too wet during the summer. Oops. But no. Uh, um, somebody's got to defend Ohio. Come on. They, they, uh, they are one of those forgotten states. Uh, Oh, they're not but, forgotten. They're no, just hated. No, we will. N- we will not be defending them on here. You, you are more than welcome to. Mac and I will not be. Will not be participating in 
any of that shit. Like we can we can unplug our microphones and walk away for a few minutes if you have some stuff you want to say, but <laughs> no, like we fine. can't we can't legally like participate in that kind yeah. of yeah. Right, behavior. Right, no, that's fair. No, it's like I, I and I will be using it as as fodder to to uh, cancel you on Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, as if I use my Twitter. <laughs> do you even have a Twitter? I don't even know. I do, but I don't really use. I it. don't know if I follow you on there. I don't. I I kind of doubt I do. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you don't because I would have seen it. Like maybe I have two, three people that know that I'm back on there, and beyond that, I just, I, I just saw no need to advertise. Yes, you're you're an interesting guy. I'll, I'll, um, I'll turn this into uh, into kind of a question. You're an interesting guy because uh, you, you, you do not get as immersed into the internet as someone would expect from a guy who like like me live streams and makes videos you don't get as immersed into like the internet culture as a lot of other people do and i'm kind of mm -hmm. curious what you kind of think of that like if you think it affects your content at all um hmm cuz i know you hate a lot of memes <laughs> the thing You're with not memes not into is the it, memes that, i mean to just to get my opinion just on record on that i find most memes to just be lazy and I mean, that's, that's totally that's my valid main problem with it it is just like it it's is a stock posting. image that somebody found funny for whatever reason and they just slap a text on there and then that gets replicated a million times and i'm like that's yep that's lazy it's posting that's well that's the problem with with memes it's like when, when it comes to meme there, there's there's like 95% of them that you see that are not worth your time. And then there's that golden 5% that are pretty good. And then there's that like 1% that are funny. Yeah. But then memes, memes are like, kind of a delicate, delicate balancing act. You have to like be willing to look at a lot of bullshit for it to find anything good. And, and, and that's my point right there. I am not willing to look through all the bullshit. That's fair. Fair. It, that, that's basically the reason why I, uh, <clears throat> why memes in general are just not for me it just yeah i don't know just like because of the vast majority of them being unfunny and 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 this is uh, <laughs> to go a little bit deeper on the on the subject it's a little philosophical i guess i'm not sure if i'm Ooh, going we're getting deep on break room notches episode five hmm i said we're getting deep on break room notches episode five let's go <laughs> but it, like um as you already put it like 95 percent of it is garbage it's uh it's just not great and generally you will find the same 95 percent of people posting those garbage kinds of memes and it's only the five percent that are actually good and the one percent that are actually worth your time and the same kind of goes for for people in that sense like they're just not funny people and <laughs> yeah i mean come on i wasn't, it's, it's a, I wasn't expecting you no, to go there no not at all 95 percent of humanity is not worth your time i mean i agree with you but <laughs> i mean we've already talked about how i think the human race needs to go extinct so i'm with you on this but i didn't expect <laughs> you to go there i mean like i said it's a little it's a little philosophical a little deep and maybe a little bit a bunch of a, of a deep cut in that sense but i don't know memes imitate humans <laughs> i mean memes art like, imitates life life imitates art just i mean yeah. if if you look at like real life uh and I'm, I'm taking the memes like out of it and just going towards like who is actually rich who is actually famous who is actually a smart person you will, I mean, the division will probably be more like 20 to 25, 30% of people that are actually in, in the 
worthy category in that sense. And then there's like 60%. Ohio's in the unworthy category. Yeah. I mean, I mean. <laughs> I mean, look look at the word Ohio. It's got two zeros r- built right, in, right into it. <laughs> Clearly, it's not worth anything. They're not bad. But, but the you fences. get my point, right? That just, just, there's just, you know, there's there's cream and then there's everything below that. There's cream and there's crop. <laughs> but oh. yeah, no, that's 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 why I, for for a lot of internet culture, I don't interact with it. To bring it back to the original question, because as 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 I personally think, a lot of it is just not worth interacting with. Because that's fair. Uh, yeah, because if we like, you know, people might. I mean, I've told just, you before how I find Twitter very difficult to use, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, and and this is with Twitter. Yeah. I've like I've. I've actually had at one point deleted my account because I just I spend an hour just trying to keep up with every little thing that everybody th- that I follow threw up on there and, and ha, literally threw up. <laughs> nice uh, vomit jokes. Yeah, no, that was like, oh, that's a that I just slipped right into. That's uh, what she said. No, <laughs> but no. <laughs> But so um, this is a very high IQ live stream canana, or <laughs> live stream podcast. I hope you're keeping up. Sorry, I'm so not. You know, to... I'm used to us live streaming together. We don't, yep. we don't do this offline <laughs> bullshit that often. Yeah, I mean, I during the recordings, I have on numerous occasions just been like, all right, not to look at the chat. Wait, there is no chat. It's, I it's bet. Well, because especially because you know you're still just playing games and you're recording, so it's it's the same thing just without people seeing it. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, yeah, but um, I do interact in some part with internet culture. I do uh, try to keep up with some of it, but as soon as I judge something to just be not worth my time, I will just be like, okay, moving on. Have you seen Keyboard Cat? No. <laughs> you no, honest answer, no I, I don't actually look for is so old. <laughs> I know. Well, he's like, well, you know, I don't keep up with it too much. So yeah, I, I mean, there you go. I, th- I thought I'd throw that one out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good point. It's a perfect illustration of it. Because, okay, if you if you explain it to me, it's probably going to ring a bell, but... It's a cat it's... wearing a t-shirt playing a keyboard. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, that's really all it is. Oh, wow. I might actually have seen that, but never actually saw the link between that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It, nope. It's really not that great. It's just Whoosh. like a fame, like a famous. That was, that was kind of like in the early days of meme culture. Yeah. No Back when memes remember. lasted longer than a week. <laughs> right. I mean, as if they last longer than five minutes these days. It do be like that. True that. So, Kanan, um, mm. you are closer in age to Mike than you are with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of curious, when did you start getting involved with video games? Because uh, you are someone who is very interested in the production of video games, which is also something I would like to talk about. But uh, mm-hmm. for now, I want to start with, like, how did you kind of get into video games and what kind of led you towards wanting to be involved with them? Ooh, this is like, oh, boy, I've uh, been a gamer as long as I've been able to consciously form a thought that's <laughs> not even a, a hyperbole i've been uh interested and captivated by games ever since i was like three four years old i came into a friend's house who had then this is like this is back in the days when europe was sort of shafted uh as far as video game releases went because you guys were already oh, right like, okay like, this i wasn't is like, sure where you're going with that but right, yeah i gotcha so, 
Yeah, so this is where uh, the U.S. and especially Japan would have already had something for like either half a year or a year or like in the case of Japan, like a couple. Because the NES didn't come, like, come to Europe until like 86 or something. Right, okay. And I, I'm like, I was born in 86. And uh, the, like these things lasted forever. And when I was like four, I walked in with a friend who was like, I want to show you a thing. And he showed me, like, he showed me Super Mario Brothers. And I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. And <laughs> the classic. After th- yeah, and shortly after that, my mom got me a Game Boy. And I've been playing games ever since. In fact, I still have that original Game Boy. Oh, nice. It's, it's, it's a bit That's worse one of my. Wear. It's one of my biggest regrets ever. I don't have any of my original Game Boy Advance, any of my old consoles. Like, I sold them all when I was younger, and I regret it so much. I don't know what Mm -hmm. the fuck I was thinking. I want to go back and kick the shit out of young You got to go back and rebuy all those. Yeah. Well, I can't now. This is like over a decade. I can't go back to the shop. Okay. Like, hey, bro, you still got my Game Boy? Hey, I'm also saying that. Not the exact one you owned. You can buy another. (laughs) They're so expensive, though. They're hard to get. Also, that shop that you went to is probably out of business by now. I think it might have been a GameStop. So they're oh, you know, their their stocks are pretty high right now. (laughs) Oh God, yeah. (laughs) GameStonk. Good old GameStonks. So when did you start kind of being like, oh, I want to make these? Uh. When I was 12, I already gave it my first attempt, and then I realized how hard it is to make games. <laughs> like, Yeah, I, I heard, it, I, I saw on a, a a video I watched not too long ago, like, it, it was a quote by some game developer, I don't know who the fuck, so don't, don't quote me on this, or don't, you know, trust anything I say, because I'm a garbage human, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it was some pretty famous game developer talking about how if people knew what went into games, they wouldn't make games because on a surface level, they look impossible. Like so much goes into the production of a video game. Oh yeah. yeah. Like from sound music levels, like graphics mm-hmm. code, like there's so much to it. You are literally building an entire world inside of a computer. And it just seems like, how does this even happen? Um, determination uh and inspiration and also uh how to put this best not being ea <laughs> i mean they do put out games a lot so that i wouldn't say that they that that's they do the, not the make ticket. good game <laughs> they haven't for a while no but no um uh not being told something is impossible is also a very very strong component in that because it's, uh, I, <laughs> this is where I bombed so hard when I was 12. I realized, like, I had to learn a program. And that, oh my goodness, that is its entire field all on its own. And, oh my goodness. If you were 12 and have no idea what the heck you're doing, it just, it, it's impossible. It is impossible within a certain amount of time to actually churn out anything that is even remotely feasible. Oh, totally. So that's, that's my first attempt, though. And it was, it was like with RPG Maker and it was and, and also like a level builder in the old Unreal tournament I would say or even Ooh, that's some Quake, classic stuff. Even? Yeah, just old like like old old stuff. And I just I sort of forgot about it considering again it was so freaking hard and I didn't have anybody to teach me cuz there was no real internet that where you could just look this stuff up at the time. Right. That, that was the internet, but it was like, "Hi, this is my website." Period. How to that- torrent Sony Vegas. <laughs> How to download a car. No. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, shit like that. There was no you, yeah. the internet was extremely unhelpful when uh when I was mm. young certainly and when you were young even less so. Yeah, oh god, so the first days of the internet 56k modems. It was like you, you get off the internet real quick now because that nonsense is expensive. I'm like, okay, fine, jeez. I'll just not do this book report then. There, you That's also a, had to... Hmm? Sorry, you also had to deal with the whole... Uh, can you get off the off off the internet because I have to make a phone call? Right. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We had Good to deal with that, too. baby. Or, or, or whoever was downstairs not knowing that somebody else was on the internet upstairs in the office and then they pick up the phone and you either get disconnected or they get like an earful of noise. I'm like, well, yep. yeah, Ugh, getting a was I, just, oh. I very barely saw dial up. I, I, my parents had dial up when I was like very young, but they, they, they upgraded and that around, I want, I, I don't know how old I was, but around the time that they upgraded from it, that's when I kind of got into the internet. Yeah, classic line rider and shit like that. That lines about up. Yeah, that checks out. Man, dial-up modems. Those were the worst. Oof. Yeah. I know the memes. Especially when you wanted to get on the internet, like at two in the morning, and you had to sort of try muffle the damn noise because your parents were upstairs trying to sleep. Right. (laughs) Uh, And you wanted to do some stuff on the internet that you didn't want your parents to find out about. Now, Kanan, what were you doing on the internet at two a.m. on (laughs) dial-up? I mean, do you want the answer, or do you want me to just leave it there and uh, leave I it think you've already answered in a way. <laughs> there you go, then. I mean, I think it's what we were all doing at that time at 2 o'clock in the morning on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Avenue Q sung about it, so, you know, it's just like it's right there, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh, waiting for any sort of media to load. I do remember that. I remember, like, the, the, the pictures oh. slowly <laughs> chunking in a little bit <laughs> yeah. at a time. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and kids these days will never know too. the struggle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, super low res, just uh, taking or, forever to load in, and then you know you've basically blown through like ten. Well, at the time it was just whatever your monetary currency was. Uh, for us, it was guilders because we didn't have the euro yet at the time. Jesus, guilders. That <laughs> sounds <Yep>. like <laughs> that sounds like something pirates would use. I mean, it technically was. I mean, the the symbol for it did come from Florence, which indeed were the you know, at least popularized Primary. one of the currencies used by pirates. Primary piracy, right there. Nice. Right. I mean, oh come on, the Dutch and like during the like uh, the sixteen seventeen hundreds, we basically ruled the seas. So you know, were you out I mean, there with the gold coin, the sack full of gold coins? You just place it on the table. Here, my guilders. Yeah, well, Florence at the time. Suck yes. my dick, prostitute, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It yeah, was no, common that... in that time. It's common now. <laughs> Not as. I mean, There's a brothel you... on every corner back in the day, my dude. I think there's still a brothel on every corner if you look hard enough. <laughs> oh, Maybe. that's a oof. That can go wrong places. Oof. And I'm not just about to play, talk about the place that does you know, require lube. Oof. Ba-dum-bum. Yeah, dial-up was really bad, and mm-hmm. I, I know at least I'm old enough to remember dial-up uh, still being a thing when the original form of Napster existed. Ooh. <laughs> when you could just just straight download file to file mm-hmm. um, before, you know, that all got taken Shut down. Shut the fuck down. And got, yeah. like, way, sh- way shadier. But the only problem was... You know, you downloaded at at your your dial up speed, so mm-hmm. it would take you like at least like an hour to download a song. 
Oh yeah. And then if you got kicked off the internet, you just like lost all your progress. Yep, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I mean, it's it's amazing because I'm 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 working. I just broke ground on a new video I'm working on, and like I needed to download the entirety of an anime series. So we're talking like 50 episodes all in HD. And I think it Mm -hmm. took me like 20 minutes to download all of that. Were you like getting annoyed with how long it was taking? No, because I my internet's pretty quick, so it wasn't bothering me. I was like, I'm actually I was sitting there like I'm actually impressed this is going so fast. But like when you compare it to that, it's like back in the day, if you told someone that was going to work, that they're like, that's fucking that's witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I the first time I saw like ADSL, uh, cause that was the main thing before, like also cable came in and eventually fiber optic internet. Um, it was kind of a miracle. Like here was this one game, like it was a, like a demo even of Crimson Skies at the time. I'm not sure if, if you've heard of it at all. I don't know Crimson Skies, no. Okay. Now it basically, it's, um, just a, a, an airplane game. You basically had these giant dirigibles and they had like hangers for airplanes in there and it was kind of steampunky. Dirgisables? What, what is What's that? Dirgisables. Blimps. 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 Oh, I've never oh. heard that term before. Okay. Bring, bringing wow, blimps okay. back. Okay. Yeah. So, well, anyway, Dutch so blimps, you would... All bright orange would, uh, in the sky, blinding people. Like the Nickelodeon blimp. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing. Nickelodeon yeah. is Dutch, guys. Nailed it. <laughs> but no, so you would... Uh, it would be like... I think it was 200 megabytes at the time, which... On today's internet, you would just sneeze and you would download it. Then yep. that took like <laughs> you didn't even want to download that on a fit six k modem because that was just impossible. It would take days. But on this new fancy, like you only pay for the internet subscription and you can just download whatever the hell you want internet. It was like, uh, what was it at the time? Jeebus, like 15, 20 minutes, and it was downloaded. That was just magic to me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it just, it, and I've never looked back. <laughs> like, why would I ever? I ever... mean, well, why, why would you? Right. So right? I, I don't like this 20 megabytes a second download speed. This is some bullshit. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> this, this is too is fast. First... Man wasn't made to go this fast. <laughs> this is legitimately, though, the first time I've actually had a conversation with people about 56K modems since they had gone extinct. Yeah, that's where that's where uh, that's where we go with things. You never know what's gonna what's gonna pop up. Well, right? it's always crazy to think about the numbers of it because we have that record of it. Like, I I I can't remember the exact figure, but it's something like every single year the amount of like storage capacity we're able to fit on a single hard drive doubles year over year, and it's been doing that for like twenty years. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 like crazy to imagine because I remember like back when I was a kid you had a two gigabyte flash drive that was fucking insane <laughs> and now i have yeah. like a, a 16 gig flash drive in my desk drawer that's kind of a piece of shit and costs like 15 bucks well i i remember i think i got one i think it was my first flash drive it uh it had like a flashlight and a laser pointer <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it had a swiss army flash drive yeah it, it was uh it, it was <laughs> I believe it was made by Eddie Bauer, but it only, I want to say it either held like 128 megabytes or 256. Nice. And it was, it was probably, I don't know, an inch and a half by two inches. It it was not small at all. Yep. Nope. (laughs) I'm almost hesitant to ask, did it also open beer bottles and get you coffee or something? I I mean, you know, I, I probably, I probably could have tried to open a beer bottle with it. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Join yeah, us on next, next week's episode when I open a beer bottle with my old flash drive. You, get, you can open <laughs> up my non-alcoholic beer and finish it off for me. Oh, man. For sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be legit curious about hearing how that goes, whether the old plastic survives or the beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, about old tech. It might be old tech, but when you look it's at it... It's hardy as fuck. It, it's hardy as hell. Like... And they make the memes about the Nokia's, of course. Mm-hmm. But seriously, though, you do not want somebody to throw that at your face because that's going to hurt. Yeah, right. And the phone will be fine. Oh, man. Um, do either of you guys remember the old the old Nextel phones? Like the yellow one with the black rubber all the way around it. It was it was kind of like designed as like a construction kind of thing. But they made an all black um, version, too that people had and you could like chuck that thing off the top of a building. No, I don't. And it I would never, just be fine. I don't, I don't know I, those I think, things. I think this might be an American thing because that is not something I've heard about. It, it, all right. Fair enough. It was, it was an old tech cell phone that also had a, had a two way radio built into it. Oh, um, sick. Two way was a big thing back, back in the day when we, when we used to have to pay for cell phone minutes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, people forgot man. that was a thing. People cared about that. You you could use the two way with someone else who also had Nextel. Well, so the, and not use your minutes. The cell phone minutes thing was a thing like before I got a phone. So I just remember I don't remember what company was doing it, but like all these companies had these weird commercials where they'd have like cell phone minutes and it'd be like a little like disc thing that okay. they'd carry around or like it kind of looked like uh the little tins that like uh tobacco chew comes in. Yeah. And the, wow. I, I, as a kid, I legitimately, legitimately was like, what do you do with these things? You just like stuck it, stick it in your phone. You get a couple extra minutes. Like, what is this? Because they wow. decided to like personify the minutes into these little discs. And it was like, okay, right. So I'm going to go collect 40 of these discs and slowly feed them all into my phone. Like, how does this work? How do I carry all these? <laughs> yeah. I can't hold all these minutes in my two hands. <laughs> That should have been a commercial. There's too many minutes. I can't carry them all. <laughs> right. They're just falling out of their hands all over the place. Right. Uh, oh, you're still with that old provider? Oh, man. Let me tell you about mine. <laughs> Brings out a sack full of discs. <laughs> yeah. Or or even worse, just pops up with a coat. Hey, one one of my discs, buddy? That you can't wanna, be you misconstrued. Wanna, you wanna, you wanna, a wanna, minutes deal there. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be a thing if they were physical things. That Oh, that's hilarious. Oh man! I love that concept. Some black that market can't be minutes. Taken out of yeah, just, at all. just no. gonna pack up a couple, a couple black market minutes. I make my living selling minutes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you joke, but somebody probably did. It's definitely possible. It's funny to think about like uh, 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 professions or just jobs that existed because of certain old tech things that like no longer do. Right. Like if you think about like phone operators who used to have to like physically uh, uh, connect people to other to one another, that's mm-hmm. still a thing in some places, but mostly like mostly not. <laughs> no, mostly not a thing. You know what the stupid thing is though about those phone operators, or at least the tech of the time. Those Most of them plugs, were women. No, 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 not even that. Like as far as the tech goes. As far as the- <laughs> But speaking of full tech, though, just to, just to really quickly finish that the thing there, right? Like, cause you know those plugs, those like inch two and a half, like two inch plugs that they used back then. Mine's definitely bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm talking about the phone operator plugs. That oh, connect you. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yep. Sorry, I thought. Sorry, no. we get off topic a lot. I thought we had changed. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. But because uh, we're on the topic of old tech surviving, and that tech still survives. It's like currently three and a half millimeter plugs, but that's the same freaking tech we still use. It's They're not just very been small, upon. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, in a way, they've been improved upon with like Bluetooth and wireless. Like you don't need wires anymore. So in a way, I mean, like I mean, in a way, these plugs we have plugged into my computer right now are old tech. I mean, I, I and mean, for some people, it's it's need. Uh, for most people, it's it's fine. But uh, before we started, uh, Mac, I was already sort of saying, and then uh, Mike came in, so you had to walk off. But I, for example, have everything still wired up to my computer because I physically can't use a wireless headset. It just makes me dizzy and nauseated and gives me vertigo and all that good stuff. I didn't know that. You never told me that. Huh. It's, yeah, I mean, I was going to. Sounds like you're getting you know, left behind by uh, the rest of humanity advancing, Canan. Sucks to be I mean, you. Eh, it's fine. It's it's part of it's part of my apparently biology, and I just can't handle them. And it's eh, I I mean they still um put out whatever I need, and there's always going to be a market because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who is affected by this. And yeah, I I'm I'm not worried. Now th- this question will go for both of you, but mm. mostly Kanan, because you're you're closer to my age. So you mm. you dealt with this. You dealt with this more playing video games growing up. I much like you with the Bluetooth headphones. I I have never been able to get used to playing with a wireless console controller. Really? Yeah, it needs to be corded. Cool. Huh? Okay. Interesting. And I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've never. <clears throat> I think the last console I owned. And still own is a PS2, mm-hmm. which I think you could maybe get wireless for later on. I think you're right. I think you used to be able to connect them through like the memory card slot. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. But um, yeah, everything I had, everything I've, I've always had was was corded, and so like anytime I played any sort of wireless game, it just no, it doesn't feel right. Does it not? Does it not feel like what like what you're doing is translating into the game correctly? Yeah, there's kind of that, and I feel like. I kind of almost miss the little bit of like, like weight, like pulling down. I see. Okay. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I can understand that to an extent, but I feel like the, the relief of being able to like not have it get tugged on is more than, more than outweighs it for me at least. Well, and I, I, I'm sure if I, I don't want people tugging on my cords, you know, well. without, without <laughs> consent. I mean, depend depends on who's tugging on it. Uh, there it is. <laughs> um, it but, always gets there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it, we definitely don't try to avoid it, but I'm, just, um, I'm not complaining. But I don't know. Maybe I just haven't played enough video games with uh, with a wireless controller to realize how great they are. But from my it's... experience, I, I I do like a good corded controller. Hmm. I follow you to an extent, but I will also say I do love the freedom afforded to me thanks to wireless controls. Yeah, for and sure. That's not to, and that's not to say I can't go back to wired controllers because I heck, I have a, an old joystick, USB joystick, in like a cupboard, like right next to me, uh, and uh, there's an old corded controller in there as well, and I have an uh, Xbox 360 controller that's corded, which doesn't really get used anymore. And I will say I will get annoyed at times at the crappy battery times of some controls. Like I'm looking at you, DualShock 4, laying under my screen. Oh yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's weighing the benefits, I guess for me. Sure. And 
And um, it honestly also depends really on what controller you're holding. And I don't know. What have you actually held then as far as controllers go? Like more like, let's say like post PlayStation 2 era. Oh, gosh. I mean, really, I think after that, probably just PS3 and maybe PS4 and whatever Xbox has been out since then. What one maybe is that? Is that the one that came out? It was Xbox one, Xbox one, Xbox one X. And then the new Xbox series X. I think, I think Xbox one is probably the last one I touched. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I guess I was wondering, cause otherwise I would have, um, because especially because of the weight that the Xbox one controllers have, I would have pointed you in that direction to at least, you know, to, to, I, I, I will say is. that is that is kind of thing. I obviously it's not going to replicate the feeling of like being tethered. Sure. But mm-hmm. controllers have gotten a lot heavier. Like here, I'll I'll grab my PS5 controller real quick and show mm-hmm. you how heavy this motherfucker is. Oh, perfect. I love this. Yeah, I was going to suggest then maybe grabbing Max DualSense controller. Yeah. And no, not in that way. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that? that that might. That's for another time. <laughs> well we're not recording this sure right right we're not gonna do that, to hear well. that yeah no one needs to hear that <laughs> what, what, what were we talking about while i was unplugged don't worry about it <laughs> D- DWAI. don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it they were saying they were talking some sh- you guys know i'm gonna edit through this right i'm gonna hear yep. it <laughs> yeah yep. you're you're gonna leave it in though it's fine <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah this is this is fairly it's hefty yeah yeah, I mean, it definitely weighs more than, like, the old school controllers I was used to. Yeah, because those mm-hmm. things were basically, like, a plastic shell around, you know, like, a circuit board. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, like, this thing, they've got, like, this super uh, uh, advanced, like, the, the triggers have haptic feedback where, like, there's a hydraulic press that, like, pushes against it. So mm-hmm. it feels like you're pressing, like, the trigger of a gun or whatever. Right. And it's got, like, all these, these like, different spots where there's, like... Uh, stuff that vibrates so you can like feel it vibrate across the controller instead of the whole thing just vibrating all at once like they've added so much tech into these things that they just kept weighing more and more mm-hmm. kind of on that that same topic of you know changing the controller um and advancing it so that you know it has things like trigger pressure or whatever um have either of you used one of those uh like the vests that you put on that's supposed to like if you're playing a like a shooter it's supposed to like vibrate in whatever area you were. I've not experienced that. No, I'm sure they're probably not very accurate and it probably just the whole thing vibrates if you get hit, but they're supposed to be okay. I guess I have heard of them. Uh, I have not been able to actually find anything around here that does anything serious with it. But um, yeah, it sounds like one of those tech things that someone's trying to introduce to some company to start using it, but they probably just won't do it because it's expensive to make. Sure. Yeah. And it's it's one of those. It's in a sense like VR goggles. If you ask me, it's a very niche market. My problem. And this is coming from a guy who's been like an early adopter of the whole VR scene. Like I have mm-hmm. the original version of the HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. Um, I was picking up the, the, the VR stuff right when it started to become popular. I just think VR in its current state could be considered kind of in a beta phase. Like it's not consumer ready mm-hmm. with how much of a pain in the ass it is to use. Yep. Like, you know, Mike, I have my, my motion sensors that are like bolted to my wall. Yeah. yeah. And then I have these long, I have these long ass wires that I have to connect to my computer and have to connect to the headset itself. And then like, there's 
all kinds of issues with it actually connected to the computer that I've had to solve over time. Like sometimes, sometimes the, the headset won't display things correctly or it'll flicker randomly. Sometimes the, oh. the, the motion sensors won't work correctly and you'll be sunk halfway into the ground because it thinks you're in the ground instead of just standing normal <laughs> at your normal height. Like oh, there's so many is- random bugs and issues with it that it's, it's not consumer ready. And especially with the price too, like with the way VR is right now, you basically need to have like an entire room set aside to use VR. Like for me, I have to move my coffee table out of the way every time I want to use it. It's, it's just not, it's not set up for people to use in, an, in, in, in like an, anybody can use this kind of sense. It's mm-hmm. in its current state. And it has been this way for a long time. It's really just for people like me, like you were saying, Kanan, it's very niche. Like it's for the people who want to experience that and are willing to sacrifice whatever they're having to sacrifice to use it. It's not set up to be uh, uh, intuitive. It's not, it's not consumer friendly. It is not. And, and the only way I've seen this work so far is those specialized um, day out like like sort of companies. Yeah, yeah basically yeah, yeah. where you already set aside a room for that and you buy the equipment and just rent it out for certain games. That's the only space right now with the current tech that we got is where I see VR working. Yeah, for sure. What, uh, now I, I've never used really any type of the, any of the new recent VR technology, but what about, uh, what about like the ones where you just like pop your phone into it? I have not used those at all. Those are awful. <laughs> just speaking from experience, those are awful. Now, because, can I, I have hmm? to ask, is that, hmm you specific because you have big motion sickness issues i can't imagine you can use vr at all uh yeah indeed i can't use vr at all but no as far as um the phones themselves go the i'm sure the low resolution is is problematic it's not even the resolution it's uh the tech is just not strong enough because you need Mm. a solid 120 fps and you need that solid otherwise you're just gonna run into motion sickness regardless because the moment, especially when you said like earlier, when you just would sunk, sink right into the ground, to people who are not used to that, that's going to be <laughs> jarring. Even for like me, who is at this point used to it, it is, <laughs> it is an assault on the senses. Exactly. So, and then you know you see something happening, and you don't feel that happening in your in your uh, in your balance center in your ear. I'm so bad at the English medical terms. Sorry about that. Um, and you your just, cochlea. Yeah, that that one. Thank you. And you would just, yeah, I mean, the vast majority of people I think who are not used to this will just basically nearly upchuck from just that. Or, yeah, just be very unhappy about their current state of affairs. Yeah, it's definitely VR I've seen has been very hit or miss. Like some people are super affected by it. And then there's people like me who it has. I've never had an issue with feeling motion sickness Mm -hmm. with VR. Me happy. But no, to go back to the phones, the hardware is simply not strong enough. To hit that 120 FPS and do everything else, it just doesn't make sense. Fair enough. I was, so I was, why. I was, ju- I was just curious because that seems like a pretty accessible, affordable way to kind of experience that. But I wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was any good or not. They are making great strides in that field. Like I know Vive has has upgraded a lot of stuff to be uh, <clears throat> wireless, and the controllers are getting to be more intuitive. But you still have to have like the trackers and have to have a million things plugged in and. I, I can't imagine all the issues I've had with my on the computer sides of things are solved because that's not an issue with the headset itself. That's an issue with the software running it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, there's a lot of stuff that has to be fixed before it's ready for people to use in an average mm-hmm. day. 
the the main thing I see and that I think VR needs first is one lighter headsets. For sure, uh, oh, it's the which thing heavy. is it's still it's a lot to ask, but it. it's yeah, and and that's 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 just the start because after that you also need to incorporate batteries because you need to somehow get that freedom of motion that you would want in that kind of experience. Or barring that, you would always be using some kind of backpack to carry the battery because your neck is going to get tired as hell from, you know, wearing the darn thing. Yeah, it's, other, other things will make yeah. your neck tired too, but you really, you're really <laughs> just trying to force it in at this point, aren't you, Mike? <laughs> oh, also man, what she said. rape territory? Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't have to say the word. Now you oh, two, come, come on. Come on. The, episodes, the, the, the podcast is five episodes long. You're already going to get us canceled. Ugh. Oops. Damn All it! Right. We're Sorry. rebranding to Break Room Hot Dogs next week to escape this. <laughs> Fine, Meg Sorry. will take care of it. Fortunately, there's audio editing. <laughs> it's fine. I talk about incest in, in the video I'm working on right now, so... Yep. No, I, we I, talk, I, we... Uh, I, I heard. <laughs> you, uh, you did drop that uh, as a topic. I'm like, oh, that's... Wow, he's talking about that. Okay. Okay, we had, sure. We had, we brought it up on the last one. Yeah, I was going to say, we yeah. brought it up on the last one, too. <laughs> Did you also bring up Ohio in the same sentence, or what? <laughs> well, I think we talked about Ohio in that episode. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. There uh, was there, We did have that one episode where the last five minutes, we just, like, bagged on Ohio the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we don't Ohio. like Ohio. I want it known. I, that's, I, I get it. I mean, Ooh. Michigan's right next door, so, you know. Who did the Dutch not like? <laughs> Um, well, Kanan, I know you have a particular issue with, um, and maybe this isn't you in particular from what I understand. It's Europe, but, uh, mm-hmm. I, I know you are not a big fan of the French. I don't no, think anybody that's is. No, that's everybody. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody likes France. I don't know. I didn't know that much about like the French situation. And then Kanan literally like half an hour for a, a, one of our live streams together. Just kept going on about how douchey the French are. I mean, because they are. Let me explain one douchey thing that the French are doing right now. So, little little tidbit in front. There is, for every European nation, a veto right for any right. topic. So, yep. here's the second part. For um, one week out of every four, the European Parliament takes all their documents, all their everything, and all the people, and moves it to Strasbourg in France. This okay. costs... All right. And this costs hundreds of millions of euros every freaking year to do. And every other country has been trying to get that to stop because it's a waste of freaking money. But the French are like, no. (laughs) It's like, it's literally that. They're just like, no, we don't want this. Like, nope, we're just going to What is the purpose of doing that? Like, why do they have to move every now and then? Yeah, patriotism. It's like it was originally agreed that that would happen, but that was also when the EU was like what twelve countries, and see. France and France wanted to have some sort of um, thing to be proud about, a sort of patriotism thing, I think, and that's that's oh, that's one of the things about France that bothers me a lot: the patriotism that goes through everything that they do, say, and even breathe. It is annoying as fuck. If, like, if America wasn't oh. around, Europe would hate France the most. Is what I think is going on. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, I mean, and, and they're fine people otherwise, you know, because, hell, the current president's actually not that bad, but it's just, uh, the stupidity of moving to Strasbourg every single time. Like, here's the EU, like, let's do all the green gold nonsense. And then there's France, we're like, yeah, but we're not stopping the move to Strasbourg, and everybody else is, like, collectively just facepalming. Let's see. <laughs> do you have a king or a queen? King, right now. What's his name? Wait, I think I know this, actually. Is he the guy that wears the funny hats? I mean, they all do. So you have yeah, to I was gonna say specific. most king, most kings wear funny hats. No, but this guy wears like some goofy fucking shit. Let me pull up some pictures. I, I'm assuming this is the right guy. It's King William Alexander. There you go, and, King William Alexander. Okay, it's not yeah. the guy I was thinking of. Who the, fuck? Nope. Which king wears the goofy hats? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> no, like I mean, really goofy. Are you thinking of the Pope? He wears big no, hats. not the Pope. <laughs> I'm not talking like this guy. Like wears multiple intentional stupid goofy ass hats multiple hats uh, at the same time no they're like different hats that he has <laughs> it's not our king then that's for sure who the no, fuck is it the idi- no our king's the idiot who goes on a vacation to greece while everybody else has to stay at home that's our king Ugh. Yeah. yes here's the guy the swedish okay. king oh no oh gustav something i don't even know what <laughs> that one looks like a hershey kiss on his head it does <laughs> There's one where he's wearing like a pink top hat with bunny ears, like shit like that. That's what I meant by goofy hats. Yeah, no, oh. that, that's sweet. That's the Sweden king. Like the Swedish king's up in Austin, and it's fine, you know, if you keep him up there for the reason. He he's wearing one with a hot dog. <laughs> he and then, apparently loves And then this hats. one, he looks like going really old school and bringing it into into your realm of things you guys know about. Mm-hmm. It He's got one hat on where it looks like he's got like frog eyes on the top of his head. Yeah. Oh, no. And it looks like in uh Super Mario Brothers 3 when yep. you get the frog suit. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you put the rest of that on him, that's exactly what he would look like. Totally. Yeah. I I, I you started on the frog eyes. I'm like, "Oh god, here comes Super Mario Brothers 3 reference." Yeah. Yep. There it yep. is. <laughs> Hey, I tried to I tried to make it as relevant as possible. No, hey, it works. It works. I'm just like it's more cringy funny than it is haha funny. And I'm Fair also enough. glad he's not our king. This goofy motherfucker. If I if we had a a king, I'd want them to be doing stupid shit all the time. I think that'd be great. I mean Yeah. And and, and not the kind of stupid shit like saying racist things on TV. Like <laughs> Right. I was about to say, how real do you want me to get? Because I can get pretty real about that one. No, that's cool. He's not president anymore. We can we can talk shit yes. on him. And he no longer has Twitter nor Facebook for now. <laughs> I love that. Right. Oh, that is such a breath of freaking fresh air on the internet. I hope they keep the ban. I swear. I They I will. They've really... said they will. Okay, oh, yeah. I haven't heard that. They said if he gets okay. reelected, he won't be allowed to make any Twitter. Oh, good. Good. Because, holy crap, that man needs to not. That man, that man needs to legitly just not. I remember hearing everyone talk like, okay, well, when he's not president, you're you're still going to hear from him because then he's not going to have to like filter himself. I haven't heard jack shit from the guy because they shut all of his shit down. It's been awesome. It's been such a breath of fresh air. It's so great. It's awesome. We've we've had a full like two weeks without anything about Trump on the news. It's been great. Right. It's like the past four years. It's been like every other day. Something about Trump. Trump did some goofy shit. Right, but Again. now like we haven't heard, we haven't heard Jack. It's been such a breath of fresh air. Yes, I, mm-hmm. I was so happy about it. Oh yeah, no. It's, imagine what we feel like over here in Europe. 
I don't know. Fact, we're not. I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it's, what you're referencing with that, honestly. It, basically, how we were looking across the Atlantic, and we were just cringing our everything off. In fact, I think it's more like watching I'd, a reality show for you guys. Like, look at this goofy shit. Right. And, yeah. and this is one more part why I appreciate the French president so much. He just like during the first meeting with Trump, and this is like recorded on video and everything. That he took the like Trump's hand. And he pretty much just, like, this is a 40-year-old guy. He works out and everything. Trump's like, what, it was 74 at the time? 73, I don't even know, maybe 72. He's an old bitch. Something like that. Yeah. So so President Macron of France just takes the hand and then crushes it. And you can see, like, <laughs> you can see Trump trying not to wince. And then when he gets his hand back, it is, like, legit almost trying not to wave it because it hurts. And I'm like, yes, I love you, French president. Keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. It was just, like, and and we were just uh, all the cringe. There's so many pictures of Trump just being, like, a repugnant little man-child. And the Europeans are just putting him in his place every turn they get. And it was, that was the only delicious part about dealing with the French president for us. It was just. But beyond that, just all the cringe, all the terrible ideas, and like, oh, gods, we're starting a nuclear war with North Korea? What? What are we doing? Excuse you? Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's, no, it's, been, it's been nice not hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah, so let's not hear about Trump for another four years. That'd be great. Let's start by not talking about him anymore. <laughs> yes, let's move on from that. Um, th- this is a question I have, just because I was thinking about, like, looking across the pond, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, sorry to kind of like point the topic towards me for a second. Cause you know, th- this Dang. is like, this is like the, you guest podcast. So, but I am kind of curious just cause you know, you've, you, like I said, you and I have been friends since I, I was making daily gameplay videos. And mm-hmm. nowadays, like my content is completely different. So I'm, I am, I am somewhat curious what it's been like for you seeing me change styles like eight different times. <laughs> It, honestly, it, a natural process. I think I think the best answer I got. Because here's the thing. Um, I generally take Daft Punk as an example for this. If you've heard of the music group. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, okay, Love just Daft I mean, we all like to get French. lucky. They're, they're French, so you don't know what you know what reaches across the pond. Um, well, they're so, wildly popular here. Right. So here's the thing. Daft Punk has per album changed what they do, and. They just kept on trying to do new things. And for anybody who makes any kind of creative content, that I think that is just a natural process. And trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And hell, I've... I've my own simple example. I've changed little, I've noticed. And just to give you a, like a context thing, uh, I, I went from my little weird intro that I did at the start of the podcast to like a very simple, hey folks, what's up? And... You know, just went straight into what I was doing. These days, I barely even do that anymore. I just make it a more natural start. Like, okay, well, let's go. And you, in that sense, have found out what works for you, what doesn't, and you're still in the process of continuously trying to refine that. Because you've done some videos. uh, I haven't watched all of them. I'll honestly admit that. But where you just do these, like, big explainer things. And, um... You, I, I usually refer to them as video essays, but I like big explainer things better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's how I saw them. Like you're explaining a big topic, and and like whatever topic that might be. Like I I, I dug the one on on uh, a monster that you did. It's just 
Mm. It's I actually hated that one, but I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, don't don't worry about it. I I I write freaking stories, and I hate what I uh, write half the time. That's why I also like. Here's the, here's the thing. I've been nagged by an English friend of mine uh, to take my like my knowledge from my degree and my game development nonsense, and then apply that to making like explainer. Oop, that was my keyboard. Explainer videos about. Uh, stuff in games like what works what doesn't and sometimes also some ranty maybe like Jim Sterling kind of nonsense where you just tear something completely to the ground like oh boy I have words on Fortnite even though it's not relevant anymore I could tear that game down to the ground with the knowledge I have right but and, and that's just you know you will probably hate what you do to some extent because you are the one who looks at it the most and the longest because you're the one making it and you're the one thinking about it the most for everybody else it's like a 40 minute explainer we're like oh yeah that was a cool thing and they will then remember the parts that they liked and then then go to the next thing because that's how our culture works these days you are definitely right in that sense um but with that video in particular like the, the the videos where i'm writing out and planning things are still in a sense new to me i've only done four of them i'm currently working mm-hmm. on a fifth mm-hmm. and uh that video i was so dissatisfied with it that it inspired me to stop making weekly videos because i knew that video needed more time so okay. that was <laughs> for me a kind of a breaking point but continue what you were saying and but that in itself is already you noticing what you want to do better <laughs> Well, so there was, there was something you told me. I don't know if I ever told you that, uh, how, how frequently I think about this, but there was something you told me, I want to say not long after we had started talking, I, I want to say it was like, we were after a live stream. We were not live. It was just you and I chatting. Um, and you, this was, this was something you passed on to me that had been passed on to you from somebody else. I think it was one of the TFS guys mm-hmm. that told you something about how, you know, even though they didn't have degrees in like social media or degrees in like video production or whatever, the amount of stuff that they've done working on like the dragon ball bridge stuff mm-hmm. w- is kind of equivalent to that, that, that college degree because of how much mm-hmm. time they spent on it. And they know as much as they would have learned from that degree. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't know. I'm fairly certain I never told you this, but I actually think about that a lot especially when it comes to uh, uh, videos that I'm dissatisfied with. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, my first video was uploaded on January 9th, 2017. So it, it passed being four years old not too long ago. And so in that sense, I was frequently thinking about like if I was dissatisfied with the video, I would kind of have this thought of like, okay, well, in a sense, I'm still only a sophomore in terms of content creation. So it's okay that I'm not okay with this because I'm still learning. And, uh, so along those same lines, the video I put out in December, uh, about how music changes a video game. Uh, I put so much goddamn effort into that video. I like everything I knew about video editing, about writing a video, about comedy, about on-air presence, like everything I knew about video production went into that video. And so I think of that video kind of like as my, my bachelor's thesis, if you will. (laughs) And so then this podcast is kind of one of the first major proje- projects that I've undertaken with my degree, if you will. And mm-hmm. to see it like do well right off the bat and have people like it right away has been very like validating for me. Cause it's like, Oh, this quote unquote degree I have the four years I spent working on videos and making content was not a complete and utter waste. So I don't know if I ever told you how much that like 
how, how much I think about what that, that you, you having told me that, but it actually had a pretty profound impact on how I think about content creation. No, you hadn't told me that. No, and I don't think nice I ever did, hear. but it was, it, it, it I, I frequently, it, it, it pops up in my mind and especially seeing how like this year has been going for me with content creation. It's been kind of helpful for sure. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you just keep thinking about. Then that, to the person who told you might be like an offhand comment, but to you, it's something profound. And I, I can, and it's been like after December, 2018, when I told you that, because I was like, and I'm not going to name drop here because I'm not that vain or, you know, in need of a, like any kind of uh, attention in that sense, which is funny considering I freaking live stream. Right. But, um, <laughs> right. It's, um, but no, that was definitely somewhere in 2019 because I spoke to the guy uh, back in December of 2018, like when I was there for a uh, office party, in a sense. So yeah, it's, it's so you have a somewhat of a timeline uh, on that one. Okay, so yeah, that I, I I had no idea when that was. I just remember I I frequently thought about it over the years. Hmm. Well, there you go. So Mac, you kind of explained you you kind of take your experience as. It's like a life experience degree. Yeah, in a way, yeah. That kind of makes sense. I mean, well, because, because, and I've, again, I feel bad talking about so, so much about myself when Ken is the don't, guest here. Dude, but, don't um, worry about it. Mac, our conversation works best when it bounces back and forth. So I'm perfectly okay with this. Like, the, the, the big thing for me with making videos is, you know, I've been working on like the video aspect of it, the video editing, working cameras audio, all that stuff. I've been working on that since I was like 14, but I mm-hmm. didn't start making like, com- like uh, comedy vid- style videos since until I was 18. So like the amount I've learned in these past four years has been absolutely absurd. Like certainly like I, I went into it with a lot of knowledge about how to record and how to edit my videos. Mm-hmm. But like those things have improved by, to a degree that I certainly didn't expect when I had started. And then when I think about like, I was I was very literally starting at a base level with like the on camera or on microphone personality aspect of it, because when I was learning how to make videos in high school, I never went in front of the camera. I wasn't interested in doing it. You know, like editing is the thing that I'm passionate about. Yeah. So I always did the editing. Someone else always did the talent. I always was in the studio doing the switching on the on the on the uh, uh, switchboard rather than being in front of the cameras. So that was a part of it that I was basically starting from zero having to learn. So if I think about that in terms of like a life experience degree, like you said, right, that's kind of how I see it. Cause certainly I did not pay tuition and go to school for anchoring news media. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you look at my old videos and you look at like what we're doing now, where we're hosting a podcast, like, holy shit, like my ability to do this kind of thing <laughs> has improved so goddamn much that it is very it is very easy for me to think of it as like having a degree in it yeah right so that was that was kind of how i've thought about it for a little while and you know what the funniest thing about all this is what's that when or if you ever decide to apply for any kind of job in this kind of field what you basically have been creating is the most important thing any creative ever ever needs for any kind of creative job yeah it's just experience portfolio yeah Exactly. You have a portfolio. You can demonstrate. This is my experience. This is what I can do. Right. I I I went into it expecting that I needed to improve those things. But when I consider like 
all that I've learned over the past few years. It's, it's absurd how much I've improved my video making abilities. Well, anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's where we're at our time now. Yeah. Um, we, I, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I, I've noticed that apparently a theme for the break room nachos podcast is that we, we like to trash some sort of geographic region. <laughs> Apparently, we went and, we went to Ohio and France in this one. Yeah, we took it international today because we've done. We, I think we did Ohio, Flint, and France in, <laughs> in right. like three back to back to back episodes. So I like that that continued even with a guest. But here on Break Room Nachos, we stand the Netherlands. Yes, yes, we do. We absolutely love Thank the you. Netherlands, and we love you, Canan. And Stroopwafels. Stroopwafels are fucking <laughs> oh, you great. Know about those. Oh, that's cool. Stroopwafels are the best. We <laughs> oh, love absolutely. those. So, Canan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Canan Plays Games, so K-I-N-A-N, and then Plays Games, all in one go. And uh, if you really, really, for some odd reason, want to find me on Twitter, it is basically just K-I-N-A-N, and then E-L-D-A-R-I, Canan Aldari. Uh, so for you know, for the off chance I tweet something silly and inane about whatever the heck is on my mind. Um, yeah. I was actually kind of asking about your address, but that's fine. I'll, I will go with those. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not throwing that on the internet. <laughs> Where can people find your house is what I meant. Yes. But, um. <laughs> oh, sorry. I like my front window to be, you know, in one piece. <laughs> you want the French coming and trashing your house? Exactly. You get like a you get like a baguette thrown through your window, <laughs> like a, oh, oh. a ten day old baguette. It's just hard <laughs> oh, as rocks. <gosh>, yes. <laughs> oh. oh no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the fifth episode of Break Room Nachos, Canan. Thank you for uh, guest starring with us, being our first ever guest. Yeah. Thank you, Canan. And no um, problem. Yeah, everybody go check out Kanan's stuff. Him and I have been friends for years. He's a good guy. So, uh, yeah, have a good day, everybody. See ya. See ya.